Listening to the flip side with Noah Philippiak, connecting the reality of the gospel to the grid of life. You can support the podcast and pick up some sweet flip side swag at www.patreon.com slash Noah Philippiak. What up, flip economy? Welcome to episode six of the flip side podcast. We're doing a modified video version today. We hunted our old software. It just didn't work. It was very frustrating. It didn't work. It was super glitchy. So when you heard me bumbling and stumbling, uh, it was because stuff wasn't working the way, the way that the software was designed. I do miss what it was supposed to be able to do. So we're we're trying uh, to go with a, a janky modified video version for uh, for those of you that want that, and we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll let the listeners decide if there's views on YouTube. We'll continue putting the videos out, and if not, we'll go back to the just audio. Because I gotta tell you what, audio is way easier. I, I had a, such a such a good system down, and then uh, you know we had to. If it's not broke, don't fix it. We tried, tried to fix it, and it wasn't broke. So, hey, welcome to episode 66. And, yeah, my my video today, uh, it, it's a hybrid version. I didn't even shave my, my nasty, itchy neck. I shaved my neck about once a week. I know you don't really care want to know that. I'm so lazy. Most of the reason I have a short beard is so I don't have to shave my face every day. I don't know. I don't get it. Those of you that, that shave every day, your face, uh, I, I don't know where you get the time, energy, motivation to do that, let alone women who our culture says have to, you know, shave your legs and armpits and all this stuff. I just, I hate shaving. So here's the deal. For, for, for a long time, uh, since we started Patreon back in the day, there has been a Patreon contest to flip upon in my if we get 10 uh, Patreon listeners, I <laughs> this is such a lack of incentive on your part. But I will not shave uh, for a month. Just just straight up. Won't, won't shave uh, for a month. And uh, the other idea was if we got to 20, I would shave a, a gnarly handlebar mustache. So the idea was if you could get it where I didn't shave for a month and then I shaved the handlebar, uh, it would be pretty epic. Now that we're on video, hey, even even more incentive, right? Well, here's the thing. We're at nine. We're at nine Patreon uh, subscribers, and so you could be the 10th. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, listener, viewer. You could be the 10th. So go to uh, patreon.com slash Noah Flipiak if you want to sh- support this incredible show. And I, I hate it with the video. I have this pop filter, so it makes it look super fancy with the pop filter. And you do need it. If you don't have it, your peas, they sound really loud. But it kind of covers up my whole face. And so <laughs> that doesn't make for a very good, uh, very good video. So I don't have one of those fancy mics that comes in from the ceiling. If we get enough Patreon... Maybe if we get to 50, I could afford one of those mics. This is a nice mic. It just it just kind of covers my face. It it was a mic made for radio, not a not a mic, not a mic made uh, for for video. So 
Today, uh, I'm going to be talking about some controversial subjects. Uh, and, you know, I I was originally going to do this as a five-minute flip, and then I realized that it was going to be longer than a five-minute flip. So why not just make it into an episode, and we'll see how long it goes. I think it will be shorter than a normal episode, but uh, you never know. And I, I may do a, uh, a Noah's rant at the end, but if the if the if the tone of the topic sometimes gets gets too serious, uh, sometimes it's not entirely appropriate to head over to a to a uh, a Noah's rant at that point. Uh, before we do that, I want to let you know I have two Beyond the Battle groups that are are ready uh, for you to sign up. So go to beyondthebattle.net if you're looking for a com- if you're a guy and you're looking for a community of men who can hold you accountable, that can encourage you, that can support you. Uh, that's what Beyond the Battle is. We have seven-week groups that you pay for, and we go through my book, Beyond the Battle, together. And then f- for free, you can hop into our alumni groups and have uh, just that awesome community that I need. And so uh, the groups start up here in a couple weeks. So we want to jump over to beyondthebattle.net ASAP. And uh, while I'm at it, let me throw out a, while I'm on the topic of, and, and the groups aren't just about pornography, they are about about stop stop looking at pornography, stopping that addiction, lust, objectifying women, but also just finding contentment in your marriage, contentment in your singleness, and just going deeper and deeper in your, your walk with Jesus. So it's for all of the above. Uh, but hey, we are talking about pornography, and so let me throw it over to our sponsor, Covenant Eyes. Big thanks to Covenant Eyes for sponsoring the podcast, and here's a quick word from them. Uh, from from me, but from them. Here we go. Pornography. It's not a comfortable subject, but 94% of men and 87% of women have seen pornography at some point in their lives. Has porn impacted your life and your relationships? Here's the good news. You can begin the journey to freedom today and have peace of mind knowing you're not alone in the fight. That's how Covenant Eyes works, through biblical accountability. When you sign up, you choose an ally to receive your device reports and walk with you towards a life free from porn and the life that God desires for you. Try it free for 30 days by visiting CovenantEyes.com and enter promo code BEYOND at checkout. That's CovenantEyes.com, promo code BEYOND at checkout. Freedom begins today. All right, also want to throw out a big thanks. Got my flip upon my mug to Angry Brew. Can you see? This is dangerous. I was like, can you see the Angry Brew? And then I'm going to pour it all over my keyboard. Good smart. Knows a smart guy. Oh, that would be epic. And you'd see the video of the coffee spilling on the keyboard and then my visceral reaction to that. That would, that would, uh, that would not, that would not be a good light. Uh, AngryBrew.com. FiveLakes.com, you can get 10% off your order if you use the promo code FLIP. So shout out to Angry Brew Coffee with a punch. Highly caffeinated coffee. Bam. And you can get a flip side mug or any other paraphernalia that you like be- becoming a Patreon supporter. Did you know that? If you're the 10th person, not only will I grow out, not shave for a month, but you will score yourself some incredible flip side swag. All right, so we're going to talk today um, about abortion and about gun control and and why I'll, I'll tell you in a moment kind of why those things why those two things are going together. I'll say this as a preface. Yeah, you might have noticed 
uh, the podcast, the flip side, the whole idea of the flip side is kind of we talk about whatever we want. Hey, product, pr- product, product promotion, product plant. Look at that right there. If you're watching on video, that's an angry brew hat. <laughs> yeah, product placement. That's what it's called. I'll wear that angry brew hat next time I do a video uh, podcast. I kind of forgot I intended to do that. It's, uh, so anyway, uh, one I'll say this: some of the feedback I get from you on the podcast is is you 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 listen because we talk about subjects that the church doesn't talk about. So we talk about LGBTQ uh, people and and that subject. We we talk about racial justice. We, we talk about, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. And also we talk about uh, pornography. We talk about sex. And then uh, our identity in Christ as well as a kind of an undergirding theme to the podcast. And I realized that along the way, I lose listeners because of that, right? If I, if I did a podcast that was only about Beyond the Battle, it was only about sex and purity and anti-pornography, I would have a certain group of listeners that came for that. If I, had, if I talked about only racial justice, if I talked about only social issues and, and uh, you know, maybe poverty and, and, and some other injustices kind of wrapped into that, I would have an audience that only came for that. And there's, there's I realize in our political landscape, there's things I talk about that listeners click unsubscribe because it doesn't fit into their camp of of politics, maybe their camp of religion, where where we only talk about these issues and these are the stances we have, you know, on these issues. And so I'm encouraged by some of you I hear from that say, no, I, I listen because you talk about a variety of things that others don't talk about. So I just I just want you to know when I when I talk about stuff. My my intent is not to be controversial to uh, to say to, to to create a tribe to be tribal to have tribalism. I think that's one of the main problems in our culture today, and I don't think we talk about these issues well. And, and so my hope is that on the flip side, we can model a way of talking about things well. And so uh, you know, I you you. you You'd have to be living under a rock to not have heard about the Uvalde shootings uh, down in Texas, the the 19 little elementary school children and the two uh, teachers or, or school staff that were just brutally murdered by an 18-year-old gunman recently. And, you know, I have a daughter that's 10 years old. I have a 10, 8, and 4-year-old. And uh, you can see some of their pictures uh, behind me. Everything's backwards. There they are, right over. I'm like... Which hand is it over there? <laughs> Somewhere over my shoulder, over that shoulder, is pictures of my daughters. So the kids that all got gunned down, they were ten years old, and they—that's—that's uh, that's how old my daughter is. And I, uh, there was a New York Times article that just was about mourning the loss of those kids, and they had photos of the kids. And so I'd encourage you to check that out. I posted it on my personal Instagram page as well as on my No Flipiak author Facebook page with the photos and to just look at those kids' faces. It is, honestly, it is. it feels fictional. It is hard to believe that those children, you look at those 19 children in those photos, just full of life, oh, smiling, playing you know, playing Little League Baseball or whatever they're doing in their photo. And a picture, honestly, the, just the brutality of a machine gun bullet 
ripping through their body, blood. We, in our culture, in this, this, everything gets media coverage. And so we are so accustomed to, okay, you have a, a, a large group of black Buffalo residents gunned down in a grocery store in Buffalo. And we, we hear it on the news, maybe sad, maybe some social media posts, some don't do anything. And then we move on because the news cycle moves on. And we get desensitized to this stuff. We're so overexposed to it, we get desensitized to how graphic these things really are and and how brutal they really are. And I'm looking at the pictures of these kids and just, I think, the nature of of kids, the nature of the beauty and innocence of children just got to me. And I cried and I had to mourn these kids. And it just got me thinking about gun control, gun stuff. And over the years, I've I've just kind of kept quiet about it. I've kind of stayed on the fence and 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 I, I just felt like I couldn't keep quiet about it this time around. But what got me thinking about it in the concept of the podcast and talking about it on the flip side is I've been paying more attention to how people talk about politics. So for example, I'm going to give you an example. Uh, from the, the Grand Rapids Press, there was a photo a few weeks ago, a few months ago maybe, and it was of a demonstration at the Capitol, in, uh, in the Michigan Capitol in Lansing. Somebody, uh, it was a woman, she was holding up a sign, and I've seen signs like this before. And on the sign, it said, keep your Bible out of my uterus. And so this was a pro-choice uh, demonstration at the Capitol. And that's certainly been in the news uh, as well, right? Um, different states handling abortion laws differently. And I thought about that phrase, keep your Bible out of my uterus. And, you know, if, if you pay attention to the abortion debate that's out there, one side would call themselves the pro-life side. Their stance is that that is a baby. That is a baby uh, in your uterus. And, and so we, we need to make laws to protect that baby. Those babies are being brutally killed and murdered and, 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 dis, and, 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 and you can find very graphic stuff, you know, about baby parts and trash bags and, you know, things like that. That's a baby. Uh, okay. And then the, the other side, the pro-choice side, would call themselves pro-choice, would say that that is a fetus. So that is a fetus. And, 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 and I'm, I'm not a political expert. Maybe there's other phrases used. But the general idea is that is a group of cells inside of my uterus as a woman uh, that's not a baby it's not a baby it's a fetus it's a it's it's a non-life form it's a non-life group of cells and and so what happens is you have one side saying you're killing babies you're killing babies you're killing babies and it's not that the other side is saying we don't care, we don't care we don't care it's okay to kill babies it's okay to kill babies it's like one side saying it's wrong to kill babies, and one side saying it's it's right to kill babies. No, what you have is one side saying that's a baby, and the other side saying that's a fetus. You see the do you see what see what's going on? What I'm saying is the two sides are talking about two different things. Now, at the end of the day, I think it's a baby. 
And uh, I've done a couple blog posts that, that kind of talk about that and kind of talk about potential solutions to the, the standstill that we're in, right? But I don't know how helpful it is to just keep yelling louder and louder. It's a baby, it's a baby, it's a baby. And the other side yelling louder and louder, it's a fetus, it's a fetus, or, you know, it's my body as a woman, it's my body, stay off of my body. And the other side saying, no, it's actually not just your body, it's two bodies. And the other side saying, no, it's just my body. We're, we're, we're screaming past each other because there's not a common agreement. There's not a common agreement uh, about what it is we're even talking about. Okay, so that, I think that's the way that's the way we talk about politics often in, in all cases. And, I, and I'm fine to, again, lay my cards on the table. I think it's a baby. I, I also think we need to come up with new ways to talk, new ways to figure this out. And so, so uh, the, the, the two things also came together as far as abortion and gun control because it's the, the political election season is, is ramping up. It's June and people are sending out their postcards and we're getting junk mail and you're, you're seeing more you know, commercials for, for politicians running for office. My wife told me about a Republican, uh, you know, ad that she saw, and the tag, the the, the feature on the uh, the feature on the ad was Bibles, babies, and bullets. Bibles, babies, and bullets. So this this Republican was was running on a campaign, saying, "Hey, vote for me." I am for Bibles, babies, and bullets. So you can you can see the connection that's the connection there of babies, abortion, and uh, and gun control. My heart sank. My heart sank. Okay. Look, I, I'm not pro Democrat. I'm not pro Republican. But I hate it when the Bible, uh, Jesus, gets connected to a political side, usually it's the Republicans that do it. And that's why if, if you feel like I, I kind of, uh, what's the word? If I kind of knock on the Republicans more on the podcast, I think that's the reason. It's because Republicans are more likely to try to use God, the Bible, Jesus as a, they prostitute God is what they do. They These these that, that are doing it in order to get elected. As if God were were for everything on the Republican uh, ticket, and He is not. Nor is He for everything on the the Democrat ticket. Uh, they're just less likely to to try to prostitute God in that way. Okay, so Bibles, babies, bullets. I. For 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 one, I, I think that <laughs> straight after you have the Buffalo shootings, the Uvalde shootings, the Oxford High School shootings right here in Michigan, you, you the, the, there's a brazenness. There's a brazenness to. There's a brazenness to. Put the the pro the pro gun message. There's a brazenness to that right now, uh, and and so let's go. Let's talk about that. I was reading because the National uh, Rifle Association (NRA) they're doing they they probably already did it. They were doing their big annual convention, their big rally in Texas, uh, 
uh, I think, in Houston. And it was just within a week of the Uvalde shooting. And so they're interviewing NRA people about the shooting. And, if, and, the, and, their, and their, their tagline is, of course, hey, it's sad. It's bad. We didn't have anything to do with it. We didn't have anything to do with it. And I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm thinking about the gun rights folks and the, the gun rights folks, uh, and I'm, you, some of you listening, right, are, and that's, you know, I'm just talking about the view itself, where the, the view is, I'm an American, I have my freedoms, and we have in our Constitution the right to bear arms, the right to own a gun. That's my freedom. And so it's, it's about my individual freedom. You, politician, you, government, can't, do not take, don't take away my right to own a gun. And you, uh, as, a, as a gun rights person, uh, you, you most likely are a, a responsible citizen. You most likely are not going to go uh, on a killing spree, right? So I understand that it's hard for you to kind of put the two together, right? Because it, it feels like, hey, I don't know, let's say somebody went on a killing spree with their car and they just ran over a bunch of people. They ran over 20 people and killed them. Would we, uh, would we ban cars? Because yeah, cars are dead, you know, it could be deadly. Uh, but I'm a responsible driver and I need my car and, and, and I don't want the government coming in and taking my car. So I understand their logic. I do. It's it's again. We're trying to look at the logic behind each of these views. Again, with abortion, the logic is it's a fetus. The logic is it's a baby, and that's there's there's different sets of logic being used there. the The thing about the the thing about guns is your freedom to own that gun. Everybody in the country has the same freedom. And then I'm going to go a couple layers here. So don't worry. I, I don't think we can just, again, I don't like superficial. I don't like superficial when and uh, knee-jerk propaganda <laughs> politically is what it is, right? Um, we're not going to do that. Bumper sticker slogans. We're not going to do that with this. So just, just bear with me. But... Your freedom to walk into a gun store and buy any gun you want, everybody else has that freedom too. And so this 18-year-old shooter in Uvalde on his birthday gets to walk into a gun store and buy two machine guns, two automatic weapons. Again, I'm not a gun person. I should have looked it up before. I don't know if they're AK-47s or whatever. I've seen the pictures. They're the big ones that Rambo uses, right? And he bought, I think it was 375 rounds of ammunition. I think that's the number I heard. And again, I should have looked that up before getting on. But I'm on now, and we're going with it. And it's America. So we're just like, sure. I mean, why wouldn't you want two machine guns and 375 bullets? That sounds fun for an 18-year-old. That's a problem. That 
even if you're a gun person, you've got, you've got to see that that's a problem. That so uh, my uh, on Facebook a friend posted this, and it says one was too many to allow and not make a change. If you're watching on video, I have two monitors up. So when you see me looking over here, I'm reading off a different monitor, sorry. Um, so one was too many to allow and not make a change. And this list starts with Thurston High School, Columbine High School, Heritage High School, Deming Middle School. And I remember Columbine High School. I was a sophomore in high school when that happened. And I'm 39 right now. And so I would have been, what, 16 at the time of that Columbine shooting. And that was never heard of before, it felt like. That was never heard of before. And somebody just going into a school and gunning people down, right? So this Facebook says post says, one was too many to allow and not make a change. I was going to read all these on the podcast, but it is so incredibly long that I it's just too much to read it. It would be, you'd need to skip through it. it but Thurston High School, Columbine High School, Heritage High School, Deming High Middle School, Fort Gibson Middle School, Buell Elementary School, Lake Worth Middle School, University of Arkansas, Junipero Serra High School, Santana High School, Bishop Newman High School, Pacific Lutheran High School, Granite Hills High School. I've only gotten about this much of the list. I, I, sorry, most of you aren't watching. I got through about an inch of the list, and the list is is se- long. It is several feet long, if that makes sense. And then it it ends the last few. Um, Western Illinois University, Oxford High School, Rob Elementary School. Uh, Rob Elementary School being the most recent in Uvalde. And so you have all of these schools listed. And, you know, uh, just to think that every one of these schools listed were lives brutally taken by a, a, a gunman. And, and you go, if we had stricter gun laws, and I, every country is different, but I, the, the United States uh, has the, uh, uh, there are countries, so I'll say we had an exchange student at my church in Lansing, and he was from France. And in France, nobody can own guns, period, ex- with the exception of police and military, not for hunting, not for anything. And so we were at, uh, we were out in the country and look, hunting is huge, right? There's a whole hunting culture too. I get it. And uh, the person's house we're at was a hunter and they had a gun case, a gun, you know, safe, uh, full of guns, hunting rifles. And our friend from France, his jaw dropped. He said, if we were in France, you would go to prison right now, right? And so... Uh, the the friend said, "Hey, do you want to shoot?" You know, and we went out to the kind of target range, and and I was I frankly never shot and shot a real gun before, um, and so I I went out and did that. I'm not a hunter, and you know, our friend just got put a picture on Facebook, and all his friends, you know, you are holding a gun. You should, like they should go to prison for this, but. It's a very, very different culture, and 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 granted, uh, you know, the U.S. we can't go, <clears throat> we can't go back um, and change the founding of our country versus how France was founded, and 
and all those sorts of things. But I can tell you that in France, they don't have they don't have mass shootings like this. I can tell you that. Uh, and be, because of the freedom to be able for anybody to be able to get any gun they want, we have a list. <clears throat> we have a list of. Uh, I didn't count these. It's 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 got to be a, uh, over a hundred. And what's crazy is like I see Sandy Hook Elementary School here, and I'm assuming these are in chronological order. If that's true, there's been a lot of shootings since Sandy Hook, and I remember that being huge in the news. But every one of these listings represents children that were murdered, parents that don't have a child anymore. Who? That I mean, I I want to cry. Just think about that. And, and in our country, we're basically saying that's fine. We can the NRA can say, oh, it's sad. We wish it didn't happen. But as long as we allow anybody to get any gun they want, the, these senseless uh, killing of children, it's it's going to continue, right? It's going to continue, and so. Could there be solutions? I, I what I don't like is the gun right side saying nothing needs to change. Everything's fine. Don't change, don't, you know, don't change my laws, don't infringe on my freedoms. Something is wrong. Something needs to change. I don't also like the assumption that the Constitution is the Bible, that the Constitution is is ordained by God. And, and yes, it says this in the, is it, you know, the second amendment, is that right? Um, so therefore they were right. Where, where does that presupposition come in that and someone wrote this? I saw it too. It's, he's, he said something like maybe men who had never, seen a dishwasher and who owned other humans weren't right about everything <laughs> and you know he just like yeah not everything was right back then remember how uh only men could vote women couldn't vote black people were seen as three-fifths of a person and were owned um three-fifths of a person in that they weren't allowed to vote but they counted towards populate you know i just i forget all that but just we weren't right about everything back then Maybe we didn't get this one exactly right. And, you know, some other helpful observations that I saw on a thread on my friend's page was someone saying, look, I'm a gun person. I own a gun. But who needs an assault rifle? Why is an AK-47, a machine gun, available in a gun store for an 18-year-old to walk in like he's buying a pack of gum or a video game and to buy over 300 rounds of ammunition and two machine guns. They said assault rifles are used or auto, automatic uh, automatic weapons are used for one thing, killing people. That's what they're used for. They're 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 not a self-defense security um hunting, you know, these are the weapons used when when there's a mass shooting. It's one of these weapons. That's what that's what this person was saying. And they're a gun person. Another gun person said, it's back to our car our car example. Hey, you in our country, you need a license to drive a car. You actually have to get trained and you have to go through a series of tests 
And if you don't pass those tests, you don't get to drive a car. And then after you have a car, and we don't do this very often, but as you get older, into your senior years, I do think, could be wrong, uh, there are checkups. There's at least medical checkups, right? There's medical checkups, and there does come a point when your, your vision or your hearing is impaired to a degree that you are no longer allowed to drive a car. And so you, this 18-year-old has to go through that process to drive a car, but not to own two machine guns. So, so, so why could there not be a system in place, yes, for mental health screenings included in that, but just for the process of owning one of these weapons, seeing what we've seen, it's not like There's no track record. We have a long track record of these senseless killings. And 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 yet what I what I hate what I hate is where we we're sticking to our tribalism of it's my right, don't take away my right. And and, and I wish there was more of a of a mutual desire to come up with a solution. I don't think you can ban guns in the United States. I I don't think we can become France and only military and police have guns. For one, there's already way too many of them out there. Yes, you you have to have a license. You can't just anyone, you know, have a gun in that that sense. Um, But... Is there a process to getting that license beyond paying some money, uh, registering it, right? Basically, you're registering it is is what you're doing at that point. I don't have the solution. The flip side is not here to solve uh, the the, the gun control laws. But but what, what I would like for you to do as a listener, wherever you're at with abortion, wherever you're at with gun control, is to look for the tribalism. Look for phrases like Bibles, babies, bullets. Look for the tribalism and to see the way we don't listen to the other side. And and if we could unhook ourselves from the tribalism, and if we could, frankly, look in the eyes of those 19 children in that long list of school shootings and say, we have a problem. There's something uniquely wrong with the United States when it comes to guns. Other countries don't have this problem. We have this problem. It's not enough to say, it's not enough to say nothing needs to change. And, and, and it's, this idea that my personal rights, my personal freedoms, I don't think that's a Christian response. That we have the idea that that freedom is freedom is I get to do whatever I want. That's American freedom. There is a greater good. There's a greater good that we need to care about. And if it requires a law that restricts some of my quote-unquote freedoms so that 
This 18-year-old can't just walk into a gun shop and buy two machine guns to kill 19 children and two staff. Then that's a we, we want that law on the books. And, and, and if it requires a sacrifice on my part, then it then it requires that. And look, this is messy stuff. This is messy, messy stuff. But I don't think things can stay the, the way they are. And so if you have thoughts, if you have solutions, let's make this a community discussion. Feel free to email podcast at beyondthebattle.net. Uh, some of this I needed to talk through just as in my own, I needed to... I needed to mourn those 19 children. I needed to mourn those 19 children. And, and and I'd encourage you to do the same. I'd encourage you to mourn those 19 children and truly ask what, if Jesus was walking around in 2022 in the United States, how would he approach these issues? And, and truly try to look at the way Jesus has been prostituted by politicians. And I just would encourage you, and whatever the issue is, don't just trumpet the company line. Don't just trumpet your side's company line. Don't I just say don't have a side. I <laughs> Be objective. And we like to all think we're objective. But what... When, poli- when political season rolls around, it's very clear that 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 is that 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 is uh, that that is not the case. That that is not the case. So, if anything else, I want to muddy the waters for you. And you know, I think I think I did that, um, and and I think that's healthy. I think it's it's good and healthy, you know, to have the waters uh, muddied just a little bit. So. Uh, let's do a little nose rant. Let's do a little nose rant. That's not a very cheerful subject, right? And that's okay. Uh, we don't have to be cheerful all the time. Uh, but we're going to do a nose rant mostly because if you can see, I don't know if you can see in the, I have super glue on my fingers. You can see the white, the white stuff on there. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that nose rant today. Noah's rant. All right, slamming some angry brew, getting charged up for Noah's rant. So, super glue for real, for real, super glue. I gotta compose myself here. Have you ever used super glue where you did not get it on your skin, on your hands, ever, or all over yourself? I have not. Every time I use super glue. I get it on the thing I need it on, and then it strings like from the thing I need it on into the bottle onto me. On, it gets everywhere. Every time I use it. Here's the thing about super glue. It's not super. It's not super. It should be called stupid glue. That would be better because I always feel stupid when I use it, and it is stupid because here's the deal. What's so amazing about it, in theory... We all think it makes everything stick together. That's not true at all. I I firmly believe that whoever designed superglue designed it 
only to be activated by human skin. So when I use super glue, it's usually to glue two pieces of plastic together, maybe a child's toy of mine, uh, uh, you know, a child's toy. It's to glue uh, metal together, plastic, wood, whatever you're trying to glue together. I can tell you what, I promise you that will the super glue will just, it's so brittle, the thing just breaks off again after it dries, the next time any pressure is applied to it, the thing is shot. Doesn't It doesn't stick. It doesn't actually stick unless you get it on your skin. Then you are screwed. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I'm saying it. If you, I was using super glue once and <laughs> I, so I really do have it on my hand. I don't have a good enough camera on this and the light. Here, let me turn the light off for those, for the, th Oh, there we go. See it right there? See the white on my fingertips? Super glue for the throngs of YouTube viewers out there. You're in, you're in amazement. Uh, because my daughter, my four-year-old, ripped off one of the buttons on our remote to the DVD player. And uh, <laughs> yes, I'm using super glue to try to get back on. Because what else am I supposed to use? That's all we have. at our, at our. Okay, so I was using super glue once. This was years ago. This was in the first year of my marriage. So in, uh, we're, cause I remember we were at our apartment. So I don't remember what I was trying to glue, but I do remember these warm up pants that I had, like, you know, athletic pants. They were uh, gray and red. And I somehow, how I did this, I don't know. On my fingertips, I had, how in the world did I do this? But I glued my fingertips to the pants. They stuck. And the thing about super glue is if you if you're doing plastic on plastic, oh you can move it around. It it's all liquidy. It's you can get it right where you want it. In fact, with super glue, haven't you noticed that you you have to and that you have to hold it for 30 minutes or something for it to actually stay in place. You have to try to wedge it up against a bookshelf or a rubber band or scotch tape it to try to keep that thing in place that you're trying to glue because it never hardens unless you get it on your skin. And then it hardens within a millisecond and there's nothing you can do about it. So I remember my fingertips were stuck to my pants and they stuck, stuck all five fingertips. How I did this this is incredible to think about. <laughs> I am a I'm a problem solver. I am a problem solver. And so uh on on those pants, I remember to get my hand this is a real problem. I couldn't get my hands off of these pants that I was wearing. You can't just walk around with pants stuck to your fingers. I took scissors and I cut out I had to cut out ho holes from the pants where each of the pieces of fabric were stuck to my fingertips. And for a day or two, I had these sticks of fabric stuck on my hands uh, because that was the only way I could get my hands off of these pants. So that is my rant on <laughs> super glue. I hate super glue. I hate it. I hate you, super glue. And yet I continue to use you every I've been using you for 20 years. That was that was all what well, no, 18 years. My my wedding anniversary is coming up in a few weeks, 18 years. And so that was at least 17-ish years ago. And I continue to use super glue cuz what else is there? Here's the other thing about super glue from down my rant. Uh so I bought the Gorilla Glue super glue this time thinking, "Ooh, Gorilla Glue. They know how to make glue." Cuz 
they have a gorilla on their on their sticker. So of course they know how to make glue. And uh, here's what happens: super glue. It's really sticky, right? It's super. It's super sticky. And so what happens is you use it once. And then the glue that's on the applicator or the glue that's on the lid, guess what it does? They don't make the plastic lid anti-super glue. I don't think that's possible. So that wetness of the glue that you just used gets on the, gets on the lid. And how many times have you went to reopen your super glue and you can't because it's super glued itself shut. That was a brilliant invention. Or the super glue that's inside now because it's glue and it's designed to dry, is dry, and you can't use it anymore. That's basically what happened today. It was like a gelatin substance, but it's all I had, and so I was trying to, if I could just get it to stick in this spot, it was like jello. It was like super glued jello to stick on this. It's terrible, terrible. Oh, man. We need, we've, we've come all this way. We, we have hoverboards, we have the cloud, Yet we still super glue? That's the best we have? Somebody, somebody fix this. Noah's rant, uh, it's here uh, to make the world a better place. And I believe we did that today. To warn you, to warn you about super glue, to, to have a little group therapy, really is, I think really today was a group therapy session for all super glue uh, users out there. And, uh, and we've inspired some young new inventors. I know, you know, our, our children listening to the flip side this is this show is very popular amongst children uh, they're uh, they're gonna wanna they you know what do you want to be in a grub I'm gonna invent I'm gonna be an inventor I'm gonna invent a new super glue that doesn't stick to human skin and actually sticks to the things uh, that it's supposed to stick so so we've done our job flip side we've done, we've done our job flip upon am I good job this concludes episode 66 patreon.com you could be number 10 you're on a giant bushy beard for the next month and beyondthebattle.net sign up for a, a seven week group going through Beyond the Battle with me and then jump into our alumni for community Slipping strong in the you're walking Jesus and The Flip Side with Noah Philippiak is a Beyond Ministries production Copyright Noah Philippiak www.noahphilippiak.com Theme music by Kyle Lake at K-Lake Music. Used with permission. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever podcasts are found. It's time to bring me closer. That's no purgatory because you're in or you're out. When you see them in the clouds, then you know it's going down. Raise them, raise them, raise them. They've been sleeping for some ages. Now all God's babies so confused by this hatred. Poor pit preachers shouldn't aim to be A-list. Money probably long, but short is with your days. Have you ever heard the sound of freedom? Upon the
supremacy lyrics painting the image Pointing to redemption to the one who got them splinters Cause that cross is nothing pretty So why the beauty pageants And caught up in emotions And following your passions Talking that freedom all people need them more than that Easter Or coffee shop discussions debating over baristas Please sir, this is why we inked up Even when they do the autopsy they still see him Freedom, freedom, freedom coming quickly Bars from the spirit Put it through the preamp and mix it like a chemist Put it in the airwaves and hoping that they hear it If there's some confusion then I hope you see him clearly Raise them, raise them, raise them They've been sleeping for some ages Now all God's babies so confused by this hatred Poor pit preachers shouldn't aim to be A-list Money probably long but sure it's with your daisies